Welcome to the Tabor and Bethel podcast with your host, Michael Tucker. This is the place where we put the word of God in everyday conversation and build a community of strong believers. Now, let's jump into today's message. Good morning, afternoon, and a lovely good night to you. Guys, welcome back to Tabor and Bethel, where we put the word of God in every conversation. And we'll have conversations you don't actually have in church. So today we're going to do a little something a little different. We're going to talk about relationships. How good are they? How bad are they? How do we get into these relationships? We'll find out next. Guys, stay tuned. Alrighty, guys, welcome back. Welcome back. I hope everybody had a fantastic week. I hope you guys are living your best life. I hope you guys are using faith and getting the job done. So this week, like we said, we're going to do something different. We're going to focus on relationships. How do we get into these relationships? Are they worth it? All kind of questions. And I got a special in-house guest. I got Kendra with me. Kendra, say what's up to the people. What's up, people? That's Kendra. And we're going to hop into this. So I've known Kendra for a few years. What is this, 2019? Yep, that's about right. 2019, so 2016 maybe? 15. 15, 16. When you get old, dates get a little fuzzy. Are you calling me old? I think we're both old now. Okay, good job. I got gray hair. as, As long as it's you and me being old. Good job. I got gray hair. I don't really see gray hair. Mm -mm, You're not going to. That's called color. We must dye the hair. No, you let it gray. Getting back to, we've been around each other for a while now. So we have seen, well, I have seen Kendra in relationships. Yes. The beautiful, blissful relationships. (laughs) So... How is dating in Atlanta or even surrounding cities for that matter? Is it good, bad? It's interesting. I won't say it's bad. Okay. But it is definitely interesting. Um, A lot of patience. Wow. I said patience. But a lot of potential suitors are uh, not very communicative. They don't really talk to you. There's a lot of texting. There's not a lot of eye contact. <laughs> so it's different. It's very different from the 90s, the eight, the 80s and 90s. Do you think it was more easier in the 90s than it is in the 2000s era? Much easier. You actually had a conversation with a person. So now it's all text. It's text. It's Instagram. It's Facebook. It's Tinder. It's every kind of app there is except actual contact with a person. So is it there is a lack of conversation? Conversation is gone. Unless you have, you know, the ability to have a conversation, most people are not able to do it at all. So I guess if they're not communicating, like... How do you guys get in relationships? Is it a text or is it like, hey, I want to go out, uh, respond yes or no? Are we going back to paper notes in class or? Via text message. That's exactly what's happening. You're getting a message saying, are you interested in having a drink or you're interested in grabbing some coffee? But that's about it. So you're left dead air hoping that you get actually you get back to these people on time. 
And if you're using a dating app, you just it's it's a lot of rigmarole. Rigmarole. Throwback word. So is it dating in Atlanta communication is horrible and it's probably not just limited to Atlanta, right? It's probably Oh no. Probably it, just it's worldwide. worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no uh location issues. Dating is horrible worldwide. <laughs> so I guess so dating and we'll we'll use Atlanta because we're both familiar with that. Are you making the first move or are they making the first move as far as initiating the conversation? In Atlanta particularly, the men do not make the first move. And partly it's because there are there's a larger ratio of women to men here in Georgia. So they don't feel the need to even come up to you. They actually expect you to say hi to them. See, I guess which back, is backwards. It very much is, and that was my point. Have we lost men being men? Is is it not there anymore or or do we lose them some somewhere along the line? I think we lost them because we gave them an out. We decided to be men and make the approach ourselves as women, okay. which unfortunately is just inappropriate. It's just really inappropriate. Because I guess in my eyes, I've heard a lot of conversations about there's not good men left. No, there are plenty of good men left. There are plenty of good women left. You just got to find your good person. Now, does a woman have to find or is it the man finding the woman? If we're going to go biblically, it's the man that finds a wife who finds a good thing. Correct. So, of course, every woman wants to be found. But every woman does not know how to be found without the nonsense. So how how do you be found as a woman in 2019 Atlanta or use your own city, if you will? How does a woman be found without making the first move? Hmm. That's a really tough question because, unfortunately, you could you could be out and about just in like the supermarket and just working or you could be at the gym. There's so many different places that they can meet you at. However, you've got to be presentable. You've got to, you know, have your A game. You can't come around looking like crazy woman and expect Mr. Man to be like, oh, yeah, this is the one. No, you have to be prepared at all times. So be prepared. I like that. So I guess is that advice for women to be prepared at all times or? Yes, because you just absolutely never know when an opportunity or uh, an opportunity presents itself, whether it be a relationship or a business partnership. You have no idea what's coming towards you. So you really need to be, be prepared at all times. Right. So how do we do this in 2019? So we know a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. And we know that most women do the comparison of Proverbs 31 type woman. We so, hope. <laughs> we, we absolutely <laughs> hope that there are Proverbs 31 women running around in Georgia but we, and not thoughts. True. But we also hope that we still have men, like real men that are left to find such women, right? Because I feel like we're losing ground. The men are losing ground Mm -hmm. because they're giving up. They're giving up to society, the pressure, and they're not really going after what they truly want. Well, the, the ultimate thing for me is a man needs to know who he is. 
you can't have anyone love anyone, be with anyone until you know exactly who you are. Coming, we're saying that to the man first. To the man and the woman. You need to know who you are. I agree, but I think the man needs to know who he is first. Uh, 100%. I believe that if he knows his purpose and if he got that purpose from God, then he'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Right? I don't think that men should marry until they have a purpose in line. Okay. That goes back to Adam. He was in the garden. He was preparing everything. And then God decided, you know what? It's not good for you to be alone. I'm going to give you a wife. Correct. He was working. Exactly. So the man needs to work. (laughs) I'd say this for all men, like, you need to have a job. And I think think when I was growing up, my dad gave me some great advice. And I learned that when I was dating. If you're going to go out on a date, make sure you can afford it. (laughs) And that sounds simple. But I think we've lost track of that because you can see women paying for men's meal. I'm not talking about the married couples because that's one bank account. Do whatever makes you happy. But for my ladies that are dating and for my fellas that are dating, a man should a man should pay for that meal. I I believe that to a certain extent. And I'm going to say this. If you're in a relationship with someone and you're engaged or you guys have been together for a long period of time, I don't have a problem saying, hey, I'm going to make sure you feel special today because you treat me all the time. Exception. That's an exception. But first date scenario, second. mm. Now, first date scenarios in Atlanta are pretty much Dutch. Why? Because men do do not feel like they need to pay for the date. And they make all kinds of excuses as to why, even though they've invited you out. <laughs> what's the top excuse you have heard for going Dutch? Like, what's the top excuse? Well, my, my money is a little funny this month. Well, you shouldn't have asked me out. <laughs> How about that? We shouldn't be going anywhere if your money's funny. I agree. And that brings me to a point. When you're dating, is there a list? There should be a list. It okay. should be there should be some absolutes on that list. And then there should be some stuff you can compromise on. Not a whole lot, but at least ten, out of 10 things, five of them you may want to compromise on because depending on how, where you're at in the dating game, if you're under 20 or over 40, yeah, the list gets a little skewed. It changes. True. Yeah, we were talking about this last week. Mm-hmm. So I think that when a woman dates, she should have a list of non-negotiables mm-hmm. and negotiables. The non-negotiables are things that you just cannot live without and you do not want them in a relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. So I believe that like when I was dating, she had to be saved. Right. Non-negotiable. Right. And she had to know how to cook or at least wanted to know how to cook. I, I like to eat food. So. So would you say you believe in gender roles? Uh, yes, I do, uh, to a certain extent. Okay. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with a woman knowing how to cook. Okay. I think in today's generation, we've, or not we've, I think society has made that a bad thing for some strange reason, that she needs to know how to cook. I need for men and women to know how to cook, clean, budget. I need I all that. So. Dude, when I was like six, seven, my mom had us frying eggs in the kitchen <laughs> and she had us washing our own clothes. So I know how to do it. 
And I just expected my wife to do the same thing. That way we can have like we can have a great household. Because if it's something that the man can't do, if they're married, he has a helpmate. So exactly. he should be able to pivot and say, hey, wife, can you take care of this? I didn't get to it today. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to be his helpmate. And I think when you're dating, you should be looking at, all right, can I marry this person? You know, as is. Right. Because I think some women get to the. the I can change them. Yeah. yeah. I can <laughs> fix them. God knows I have all the ability to fix this man. Because he's everything. Yeah, but he's or, not. See, that's what I'm saying. Or they get to the what ifs. Like, oh, what if he changes? I think that you should take the what. I think you should take the what is right now. Mm-hmm. And that's what you should go with. Right. And there's nothing wrong with having faith that one day they'll change. Well, let God do the change and you can be around for all you can does. do is plant seed. That's that is it. that's my job. I'm, I'm not a gardener. I just plant. This. Look, you need to know Jesus. OK, you know, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. So even dating, you got a list. There are those non-negotiables, negotiables. In Atlanta, Georgia, wherever you are, is there a pressure to be anybody else? But you, you know, while you're on the dating scene. Uh, again, that goes back to age and gender, because in your 20s, you're looking to please and trying to figure out how do I make everything great? Yeah. In your 30s, you kind of got an idea. You've got your career. You figured out some things. And in your 40s, which is where I'm at. You know what? I know exactly what I want, who I want, how I want it, and I'm really not negotiating a whole right. lot. So I, I, I don't you. want you to, to be gay because I'm not gay. <laughs> True. I don't want you, you know, to be a pedophile. I'm not a pedophile. Weird things that you I have agree. to ask in Atlanta. <laughs> like, are you into some interesting stuff? Do you like goat porn? I don't, I don't like goat porn. What the world? So, again, these are things you have to question in Atlanta. <laughs> I've never heard of such, but okay. Now, I guess dating as it is, how hard is it to find, not a soulmate, because I'm not really sure on the the term soulmate, but Mm -hmm. how hard is it finding someone that you think that you could marry, like right in today's terms? Like you go on the date, on that first date, are you asking questions? Like really? On the first date, in most dates, you're your ambassador. You're not 100% giving everything on the table on that first date. It would be ideal if you did. Yeah. But usually it's by the third or fourth date that you said, you know what? These are the things that I'm into. This is what I want to know. You know, are you into these things or you just you just out for the ride? Do you feel like you should ask those questions on the first date? No. Why not? Like I'm like the serious questions like. Where do you see yourself in five years? Not that question. Like, do you? <laughs> where do you see yourself? Like, not like those interview questions where they really don't mean anything. They never ask you about the job itself. Like, are you asking husband questions? Do you see yourself married in the next few years? Yes. Those are questions I ask. Like, do you want to have kids do you, or how many or do you have a job? Are you fertile? <laughs> yes. Honestly, yes. Yeah. And I think that. People stop being that person where they can ask a question, being genuine and being honest. And and it's nothing wrong with it. I think that you have to 
put it on the table mm-hmm. and make sure you get what you want, right? Because if I can pray and ask God for something and I can be direct and I can be specific, he'll give it to me. When you use that list of dating, you better use that list because right. there's there is a lot of fakers and there's a lot of phonies. Believe me, I've seen them, met them, <laughs> a couple of them. Quite the interesting characters in Atlanta. <laughs> I think that, you know, it comes back to, hey, God, send me a man, right? I've heard women say that. No, you need to be specific. You can't just say, send me a man. Right. You need to say, God, send me a man who has purpose, whose vision lines up with yours and mine. That way we can work the vision together. Because other than you, I want him to look a certain way. I want him to be a certain height. You have to put it down, write it on paper, pray about it. Because the word says, write the vision, make it plain. Correct. So I'm a firm believer of, you know, put it out there. Put it out there into the world. This is what I want. How do I get this? My mom is on her third marriage. Well, you know. (laughs) But you know what? This one she got right because she prayed about my stepdad. Yeah. To the point where she met him. He pursued her, told her she was going to be his wife. And he decided, I'm going to change my life to suit God's will and purpose so I can have you. And they are together 20 years now. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it takes work, too. Oh, there's plenty of work involved. I think <laughs> I think I think people get to the the dating phase. Actually, you know what? Let me go back because it's no longer dating. Now it's it's phases before you get to dating. Now it's it's the hookup. It's the uh, the get down. We're <laughs> talking. We're we're talking. This we, is my friend. Which is nonsense. Either you want to be with somebody or you don't, and that needs to be. First and foremost, I think that we have a lot of women who are settling for being with someone and not having a title. Oh, yeah. There, there's a lot of that. And that's because we again, we go back to I can change him. I can make this better. He's going to want me because I'm doing X, Y and Z. When in all actuality, if he wanted you, a man who wants you will claim you. Correct. I think any man who sees a woman, it's a good woman and he sees himself with her. He'll fight for it. No matter what he does, he will cross state lines. Is that what he'll do? And he'll (laughs) fight. (laughs) He will fight. Fight weather, challenges. All inclement weather. Okay. He will get in his car and drive all the way down. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a side note. Very much so. (laughs) (laughs) So, honestly, like, in in dating, I guess recently you went on a, a date yeah. Call it that. So I met a what I thought was a gentleman okay. at a uh, restaurant, and he introduced himself, gave me his phone number, reached out to me. We talked one time, and he sent a couple of texts, which was like, okay, if you're trying to get to know somebody, you might want to have a couple of conversations with them. True. Although I'm, I will say that I'm an extremely busy person. I don't... I don't kind of sit down and slow down for too much of anything. I secure the bag right. <laughs> at all times. <laughs> but um, we talked the one time we went out on the date and I noticed, first of all, he was late for the date. 
That for me, you don't value my time. Correct. So if you don't value my time, you don't value me. Ladies, you should always try and give us somebody who respects time. I am a stickler for time. My wife will tell you it drives her crazy. I love being on time. Five minutes, maybe. You give them a, you know, the city of Atlanta, we have traffic. I get that. Yeah. 20 minutes, I should have been gone. But I said, you know what? This is my only day off. I'm going to try to be adventurous, go out on this date. The gentleman gets there. He tells me he's late. And he tells me why he's late was because he overslept. Again, not taking into account my time. Correct. And he overslept and he didn't bathe. Rule number one, never tell anyone you didn't bathe before a date, especially the first date. That's just god awful. Oh, man. So I ask pertinent questions like, number one, are you single? Because we're out on this date. I don't want anyone to run up on me. True. Because you are, you're telling stories. Mm. And, of course, he, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm been divorced for a year. And I go, okay, do you have children? Because I'm of a certain age where most of the men my age have children. Right. He has a child. Okay, no problem. Still, still okay. Okay. What do you do for a living? <laughs> Pertinent question. Uh, that was a little sketchy. That was a little sketchy. No direct answer? No real direct answer. Well, I used to work for this. So what do you, what do, you do right now? Currently. There was uh, radio silence is what I got. Ladies, he should always have a job if he's going to <laughs> provide for your family eventually in the future. Uh, man, no work, don't eat. Well, then this man, I ask him, what are you looking for in a relationship? Okay. And what he says to me was, I'm looking for you, and God sent you to me. Well, my response to that was, I don't know who you serve, mm. so I can't guarantee that I'm for you. Lord have mercy. So, again, I'm going to ask you, what are you looking for in a mate? Right. That's a pertinent question, and, and it's valid. He had little to no real response. Okay. Again, I'm sitting on this day going, how did I allow this to happen on my day off? Right. Why? So the date goes on for a few more, literally a few more minutes. The check comes and he says, I'll pay for your dinner because I was late. You invited me out, sir. Oh, geez. So whether you paid for the date (laughs) or not. I didn't invite myself out, but I'm capable of taking care of myself. Right. Well, it's, it's not that is what he said to me. I, it, it, that's really not. It's the man's job. I said, well, it's also the man's job to set the example and be on time for a date. Right. So he pays in cash. A little odd again, because wait a minute. You called me on a strange app because he called me on WhatsApp. We all know in Atlanta that WhatsApp is used only when out of the country or when you don't want anyone to know what you're doing. True. Again, all of these these bells and alarms are sounding in my head. I'm going, okay, something's up. This don't feel right. And if you're on a date, you should get a catch in your spirit that says, this don't feel right. I agree. So I leave the date. I get caught in the rain and get soaked. So I'm really, really pissed off. I have wasted 
my day off on somebody who has limited conversation and doesn't really have a plan for life. Yeah. I get home. I think about everything. I do a reverse lookup because huh. I live in Georgia. Okay. I need to protect myself. I do a reverse lookup, do a little Zillow search and everything, find an address, only to find out that the man that I went out on this wonderful date with, not so wonderful date, actually, was very much married and lived in my subdivision. That's a big red flag. It was a huge red flag. First of all, you're stupid. (laughs) Like, I, I don't understand what matter of madness was going on in his head. Yeah, not a lot. But you live in my neighborhood. The other thing is, I asked you if you were single. And you said, oh, yeah, very much so. And in Atlanta, you have a lot of that, where people will lie instead of just being honest. And at a certain, not even at a certain age, anytime you're trying to date someone, you need to be honest. I agree. But it's it's important, too, and I think that, I can't speak for him, but I think as men, I think I think they get scared somewhere along the lines. And I don't know why. Scared of being honest? I think it hurts them sometimes. You told me you were 45 when you're 47. What's the big difference? Not him. Okay. That, that, okay. That, was, that was a stupid lie. <laughs> that was a very stupid lie. I don't know. I feel like when it be, when it comes to being honest about feelings and intentions, I think some men... I don't think they're all the way honest with how they feel and they don't know how to process those emotions. Not an excuse. I, th- I, I can't go with that completely because I've got another scenario where I met a gentleman who was completely honest with his situation. He outright told me, right now I'm homeless, but I'm into you. Pump the brakes, sir. Yeah, that don't really work. Your purpose needs to be taking care of you and yourself before you look at anything. Close your eyes. But <laughs> <laughs> go dream, go dream about having purpose, something. How how important is it to have someone you're dating or someone you want to get to know? How important is it that they have purpose? Like on a scale of one to ten, how important? It's a is 12. It? It's a 12. 12. OK, that's pretty strong. So say you meet a guy doesn't have purpose, has money, has a good job. He wants a family down the line. But purpose is on the list, right? It's on a non-negotiable. Do you pursue? I'm not pursuing anybody without purpose. At okay. my at my age, I, I just I feel it's foolish. Okay. Because I have a purpose, and if my purpose doesn't line up with yours, what's the point? Now he sets the tone for the relationship. Would you agree? That would be ideal. Ideal. Okay. <laughs> He sets the dates. Ideal, not ideal. It depends if he has the eye for the dates. What does that mean? There's there's some stuff that uh, requires a woman's touch. For a date? For certain dates. You just going to dinner? It doesn't necessarily need to be dinner. It could be a massage. I'm talking dinner, though. Uh, <sighs> a restaurant. We can discuss what type of restaurant. I would I would like to be included in the discussion. I won't I don't want you to assume you know everything I eat. But you're okay if he says, Oh, I wanna go to 
Red Lobster. Bad example, but go yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah, go with it. I'm gonna just, go with go Red with Lobster because I like a good Cheddar Bay biscuit, like everybody. See, was that submission in that scenario? He wants to go to Red Lobster. Maybe you don't want to go to Red Lobster, and you wanted to go to IHOP. Relationships are compromised. They are a hundred and fifty percent compromised. You're gonna agree to do certain things. They're gonna agree to do certain things. So he said, let's go to Red Lobster. I don't hate Red Lobster, but if I did, I would let him know. Yeah, babe, I really can't stand Red Lobster. Let's go to a real seafood place. <laughs> There's a joke there. <laughs> so it's, I, think it's, I think it's important to, if you're going to date, have purpose, right? If you're going to date, the end result should be marriage. And I think that we have a lot of people who don't want marriage anymore. They're okay with just dating forever and not actually even having a title. Some people are just in it. They're just in it. Some people just don't want to be left alone but don't want the commitment. And having a relationship for the long term, it's all about commitment. And some of that you can actually say, you know, he's supposed to have a purpose, but how committed is he to God, you know, following that purpose? Or how committed is he to God, period? Because if he's not committed to God, will he be committed to me on the side? No, not at all. He will not be committed to you unless he's committed to God first. So it's God, himself, and then family. You got it. That's that's how it goes. At least that's how it goes in my book. That's how I go in my family too. But it's – I hope that women would date from a list if they date. Non-negotiables and negotiables. If you had to give advice to a young woman really quick, what would you give her? Be specific, be yourself, and be honest. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Tabor and Bethel podcast. Be sure to visit us on Instagram at Tabor and Bethel and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And don't forget to give us a review. We will see you at the next episode.